It is so nice to be back here, and for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jude, and I was a parishioner here for only 36 years. And this is the parish that sent me to seminary and to become a priest. And as an ex-drama teacher, I think it is my obligation to try to insert a little Shakespeare anytime I can. Near the end of the play, Hamlet says, the readiness is all. Well, what does it mean to be ready? I admire people who are ready. There are always fresh batteries in the battery-operated things strategically placed for easy access in an emergency. There are carefully packed and placed bins with food, blankets, spare keys, matches, medicines, and plenty of water. There are neatly typed lists on the refrigerator with an important contact information, should it be needed, and important documents are labeled and secure in a fireproof, watertight safe or box. I admire the forethought, the planning, the willingness to spend money on quality materials for emergency purposes, the discipline to keep things up to date, the care in having a spare, a backup, enough to share with others a sense of what might be needed. I admire it all because it provides a calm and comforting center for the fear and chaos that will come with any disaster. I admire it also because it points to the future. There is faith and hope in that preparation. Hope embedded in the faith that by doing our part, God will do the rest. Readiness is a loving and respectful partnership. I regret to say that I am only haphazardly prepared. I have a crummy little duffel in the trunk of my car with old tennis shoes, an ugly sweatshirt, and some t-shirts. I have a little plastic crate with two water bottles that have been there for years and have probably leached poisonous plastic into the water. And there is a baseball mitt of no use to anyone except that when my grandson was small, we used to play catch all the time, so I always had a mitt handy. He's 19 now, and sadly, we haven't played catch for years, but the mitt is at the ready. Now, getting ready for earthquakes is one thing, but how do we get ready for the kingdom of God? That is the theme of today's gospel. Ready your heart for the kingdom of God. Turn your attention away from a world that decays. Slow down, listen, receive, serve, open your heart to the power of love, to a kingdom where no thief comes and no moth destroys. So how on this earth, in this world, do we do that? With all the pain and fear and division, and you could just add things on here, that distract us. How do we prepare ourselves for what we cannot see and do not know? How do we get ready 
for the living, ever-present, deeper than we know, Jesus. Ready for the abundance of Jesus, the love of Jesus, and what Jesus calls this unfailing treasure. Well, one of the things, for those of us gathered here, that we'll be able to put into our readiness kit will happen shortly after this sermon, when we renew together our baptismal vows as we welcome Eve into the body of Christ. We will say aloud prayers and promises that make a clear distinction between what the world offers and what God offers. We will hope to turn our attention this morning from all that troubles us and lift our hearts to God, to the love and light of Christ. Renewing the promises made at our baptism is part of our getting ready, deepening our focus, and preparing for the kingdom. Now, I'd like to offer two images of God that appear in today's gospel that have caused me to think more deeply about what it means to be ready not only for God, but with God. And I call these images the gift and the garment. In the opening sentence, Jesus says, For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. To give you the kingdom. Well, perhaps this is commonplace to you, but I forgot. And the image of the kingdom as a gift startled me. It is not about being ready to be allowed to enter. It is about being ready to receive the gift. There stands God, gentle, smiling, with outstretched arms, loving me offering me a gift, the greatest gift of all, patiently waiting, willing to hold out that gift forever, even when my willingness and readiness waver, even when I take that gift and then give it back and then take it again. And Jesus says, do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So be dressed and have your lamps lit. Get ready. There is so much hope embedded in the getting ready for God. The second image of God, the garment, comes as Jesus tells of the master returning from the wedding banquet and his good and faithful servants await him and have prepared for his arrival. Then Jesus tells us what he will do when he arrives. He will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. He will fasten his belt. Well, that isn't a phrase that means much to us today. But imagine the master, or God, or Jesus, entering in long, flowing, gorgeous robes befitting his station, and then he takes his belt, and he fastens it tightly, and he tucks up his robes, and he rolls up his sleeves, so that now he can bend, kneel, carry, 
reach and serve those who have faithfully prepared for him. He obliterates the status function of the garment and transforms it, thereby freeing himself to be fully present, able to honor and serve them. It is the living God in relationship, serving his servants, teaching us about readiness. I'm reminded of another reference to fastening the belt. It comes at the end of the Gospel of John. As Jesus is walking with Peter and tells him to feed his sheep, Jesus says, Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you may not wish to go. More than we realize, we are dependent upon this God who serves, who offers us the gift of the kingdom, who loves us and waits for us to be ready to receive. Sometimes the good news of the gospel is to remind us of what we already know, or maybe think we know. It is good and right to get ready. It is hope embedded in faith that tries to live in the now with eyes forward toward the light that draws us. And even though we see through a glass darkly as Christians, we ready ourselves when we wake each morning and remember that we are God's. When we remember to pray, when we show up here to worship together, when we stop ourselves from slipping into the downward spiral of the worst of this world, and when we keep our lamps lit to give light to the generosity, love, and goodness that is the best of this world. A week ago, all the bishops from around the world in the Anglican Communion met in England at Lambeth. And the divisions and disrespect there seemed all too human and almost insurmountable. Today, without real shifts in position, new light has entered the scene. Compassion and respect seem to be on the uptick. And that is a step toward readiness to receive. So I invite you this week to reflect on the gift and the garment, on preparing, on getting ready, on deepening the relationship you have with God, to remember God's utter delight in giving you the gift of the kingdom, to reflect on God who tightens his belt and hikes up his garment to prepare himself to serve you, to be fully present to you, and invites you to do the same. The readiness is all.